You're listening to Bose Podcast, the official podcast of Bose Cavern, Ottawa's premier upscale drinking society. Now here are your hosts, Matt and Taylor. Hi, Diddly Bo, and welcome to the show. You're listening to Bose Podcast, or should I say Booze Podcast? Can you believe it? Yeah, I got, no, I, can you? I got nothing. <laughs> I can believe it. I'm a believer. I'm a believer. Oh, I'm a believer. Is that what we're going to call any uh, our fan base? I, I think so. If you have I, a fan base? That, yeah, they're they're believers. All three of them? Yeah. <laughs> sorry, oh, oh, sorry. I don't know. Who are you including that? Are you excluding <laughs> yourself from that count? <laughs> well, no, we don't count as fans because we're, 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 we make these. So. I don't know. I can be a fan of myself. I guess. Can you be a fan of yourself, Taylor? I am my own biggest fan. I like that. That's a very a positive thing. attitude. Yeah, that's a, a, <laughs> well, I tried to get Stalagnites as uh, the name for our fans, but it didn't stick. So. Stalagnites? Yes, that's oh, I can't speak. So <laughs> you you know what I meant. <laughs> Can you so, explain stalagmites? why? Because it's in a cave, you know. The stalagmites, yeah. Uh, Both okay. cavern I, cave. Sorry, it's, it's stalag stalagmites. Yeah, I was trying I, to say stalagmites. I, I said stalagmites. Sorry. <laughs> Although if someone had explained that, if I had known that going into what hearing it, I think I might have been more receptive to it. It's yeah, long... but is it really effective if you have to explain it? No. Yeah. So they yeah, clearly it no. didn't land. It needs to be obvious from the get go. It's like a joke. If you have to explain the joke, the joke's not funny. Oh, I always have to explain my jokes. <laughs> then your jokes aren't funny. Oh, sorry. Hmm. Kevin, can you add in the sound of like a pane of glass breaking because we just shattered the illusion? <laughs> I was supposed to go wah wah. <laughs> um, the dream is over. So welcome back to Bo's podcast. It's been so long since we've been all here together. I don't even know how long. I guess we kind of abruptly ended the first season, but hey, we're back for a second season due to popular demand. Maybe. I don't know. There I don't was know. demand. There was demand, yeah. I, had, Most, mostly know, from us, but was, there was demand. Yeah. I, I, I think Amy asked for us to come back, right? Yeah. Amy's always been our number one fan. Mm-hmm. And our only fan. He's not on the show. I don't know. Mm. There might be a few others. Ed and Jenny. Oh, that's true. We yeah, can't forget Jenny. Yeah. So, um, out of curiosity, whenever you have an un- unexpected break, does that just mean it was the end of the season? Yeah, we yeah, had some episodes planned and things happened. <laughs> I mean, this sure, isn't why our, not? <laughs> so summer, summer came. This yeah. isn't our day job. We, we <laughs> had, uh, you know, we had some busy summer times. Mm. Matthew went camping. Yeah. Etta Lee got married. Our first Bo's Cavern wedding. That's I'd true. I'd like to say that the only reason they were able to get married is because they appeared on the show, right? It of led to that. Yeah, well, they met at Simpsons Trivia, yeah. which well, ultimately led to their appearance on a Simpsons drinking podcast, which it, ultimately led to their med- wedding. Yes, yes. And, and their happiness. And if we were mm-hmm. to go back in time and prevent them from appearing on the podcast, then they would never have gotten married. I mean, I think that we can state that with almost 100% certainty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 200% certainty, yeah. I'm 200%, yeah. 200% certain. 200% certain about that yeah. one. It has I'm been... worried that a uh, economist and statistician use 200% certainty, but... Technically, I'm also an economist, so... Yes, but saying statistician is more funny, because, you know... Statistician. Simpsons. That's your, that's your Bose Cavern team. We have a mathematician, a different kind of mathematician, and a statistician. <laughs> but... No, so long since we've all been together, Kevin. Time has ravaged your once youthful looks. Yeah, well, I as they say, I have a face for radio, so it's all good. Oh, Kevin! But I, I guess I should. Terribly. Since it's been so long since we've been all together, we should do intros. You know, I'm Matt LaFrance. My co-host Taylor Mitchell is here. We've got our producer Kevin Ballantyne, and our resident mixologist, our drink connoisseur Adam LaFrance. We're back with a very special Bose podcast or booze podcast. Well, they're, they're all they're all very special. Well, they're all very special, but this is a very special one because it's a Halloween episode, and we're doing this after Halloween, like the Simpsons did for the longest time when they were showing <laughs> football on Fox. Right? They would, you know, end up being like the the first yeah, Sunday in November. We're just following their tradition, you know. Yeah. But this is a very different episode because this is the first time I think we're going to do like we just watched a brand new episode of The Simpsons, mm-hmm. the latest Treehouse of horror treehouse of horror 33 and we're going to talk about that one i mean we've never done a review of a, a brand new episode That's we tend true. to focus on the classic episodes because classic episodes are better but uh, maybe just in this talk we'll we'll go on a bit about the history of halloween and the simpsons there so as is tradition before we get into things we always have a drink and adam i think you have a very special halloween themed drink for us right well i believe i do would you care to share it with us? <laughs> Would you like to go into detail? Since you asked nicely, you bet. <laughs> I never actually use the word please, but 
It, your tone was nice. So. Well, thank you. I, I work on my tone. It sounded pleasant. That counts. So it's the t- nicest thing you've ever said to me. Oh, I'm sure I've said nicer things, but uh, I I'm digress. sure you have I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Kevin. <laughs> yes. Brotherly love right here. <laughs> so I, I picked from a Halloween episode, Trios of Horrors, number 22. And the specifically, there's no business like Mo business. And if you recall, he uh, Mo had his own microbrew in the basement, and that was the drink. So he made Mo's microbrew. So are you saying you made your own microbrew? Uh, no, I did not, because it's oh. just a mixed drink. We, I've, I've sat on the Stroop episode and the uh, Red Dick beer. I'm not into fermenting my own alcohol. It seems a little involved. You've never, take, set up take the, some time. you've never set up the bathtubs like in your new basement? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, now that I have a basement, you yeah, know, I, yeah, I that's could right. Do you that. got, yeah, you, you can now have uh, bathtub mint juleps. You can have a whole, you know, bootlegging operation now, whereas you couldn't before. That's I'm, right. We, it's never too late for a career it's, change. So it's really the only point to have a basement. You know, that's kind so, of my thought. You know, I'm an apartment dweller myself. But, yeah. You know, if I had a basement, I would definitely be making counterfeit booze in it. Back to well, just you know, it's been months since we all got together. <laughs> We've had a lot of developments in that time, as we said. Italy, they got married, and yes, Adam, you now are a, a homeowner. That's true. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. Anything now. on your part, Taylor? Anything happened in the last few months? No, I got nothing. Nothing? That's okay. Okay. <laughs> now, if you recall, have you ever tried lugging a toilet up a flight of stairs? I think the same applies with lugging a bathtub down a flight of stairs. Oh, so boy. that is why Can I say? I'm putting the kibosh on any kind of uh, you know home brew in the basement because... I don't want to go through that. Well, actually, I would just like to say that those are two totally different situations because toilet up the stairs, gravity's working against you. Down the stairs, gravity's working with you. So. Yes, Thank but you, wall- Isaac Newton. You just yeah. push yes, it but down walls the break the fall, and they don't do it gently. <laughs> also, more likely things can fall on you. So well, as it's going down, yeah. Death by crushed by a bathtub used for homemade hooch. Not the way I want to go. Not the worst way to go, but not in my top ten. You'd be remembered. It does sound like a Florida man story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I'd make the local news on that one. I think you would, yeah. I'm not a state. I'm a monster. <laughs> so oh, drink. Oh, oh, yeah. I think we were talking <laughs> about a drink, weren't we? So you want to know what's in it, don't you? All right. Let's get to it. So we started with beer because... Hey, it's beer. No, I did not brew my own beer. Sorry. I know I'm a disappointment. I bought it. <laughs> I filled it halfway because, of course, more ingredients. Next, we're going with pink lemonade. Wanted to give it that uh, pinkish hue because that's how they did it in the episode. Homer's blood mix gave it that gave it a bit of a rosy glow. So, so yeah, so Homer's blood mixed in with the beer, and I recreated that. I got some cherry liqueur and poured a few drops of that and so you get to watch it sort of you know pool in you know creating it doesn't didn't stir it so you get that kind of effect of like the uh, the swirls in yep. there it i find it looks like blood you know it looked like it to me and yeah so we had sort of like you know it's like a bit of a pinkish hue to it not uh not a real pink but uh, just a little tinge there and then huh? you have a mixture of the red it looked like the beer so a simple recipe easy to create at home and fun for a halloween party actually yeah because it's got in some ways, actually, it sort of looks like a, a Halloween orange. It's make yeah, a no, great Halloween see. drink. Well, I hope so, because that was the whole point. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very nice drink. I mm-hmm. actually... It was, it was pretty good, actually. I quite enjoyed it. It's it's light, and I know it's a Halloween drink, but I still think it'd be something that'd be nice to, you know, sip sitting around a pool in the summer yeah. months. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Yeah, it, it does feel like a summer drink. I mean... It does. Pink lemonade. Yeah. And, you know, it's a light beer. I have to say, I liked your choice of beer there. Whitewater, Farmer's Daughter. I'm a fan of that brand of beer. As am I. I don't know. I didn't really pick up the, the cherry flavor, though, but... It was very subtle. Uh, it yeah. was subtle. But there Only added much a small it. amount. Yeah, but, I was going to say... There the lemonade much. certainly was the dominant flavor there. Yeah. It, it overpowered the it's beer. It's almost like a boozy Arnold Palmer. Yeah, that's yeah. a good way to describe it. I was it. thinking that. It reminded me of an Arnold Palmer. The drink, not the golfer. I was <laughs> a little from column A, a little from column B. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. What are we talking about today? I don't remember. Uh, the new episode. We're uh, talking about episode. Halloween. We're talking about Treehouse of Horror thirty-three, thirty-four, thirty-three, thirty-three, season thirty-four. That's uh, where I'm confused. Treehouse of Horror thirty-three. Yeah. Now, I have to say that I loved the treehouse of horror episodes when i was a kid i always looked forward to them 
And then at a certain point, I stopped looking forward to them. Yeah. Because they just, they went downhill. They just weren't as funny. I haven't really kept up with the new Treehouse of Horror episodes. This one was really good. So mm-hmm. so, so, where would you typically stop? If you're rewatching, you know, it's Halloween, you're doing a Treehouse of Horror marathon. What year are you cutting it off? I think the first one that I was kind of like, meh, about was maybe in 1999. So that was the one where they had like the Y2K episode and they had Stretch Boy and Clobber Girl mm. with Lucy Lawless. Is that the one where the third act is Marge, uh, Easy Bake Coven? No, where, where no that was be, oh, that that the year before. before. That okay. was the year before. I, so I, I think I feel like that was the last good year. I'm trying to think of yeah, what the first one was. The first part of that one was the I Know What You Did Deleted that summer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which <laughs> seemed like it should have been a good one. And I, I that's the kind of simpsons halloween uh, that i did, liked where they they would parody uh, a horror movie or something but, horror based so i mean there i know what you did last summer which was a good movie at the time i absolutely. liked it yeah my, I, I think my favorite part of that one was like with mo and he's like he's like hello i know you're alone is this maude flanders and he's like, no it's homer it's like oh hey sorry homer i got the wrong number <laughs> You do that voice really well. Oh, thanks. I did like you couldn't tell it was Mo. <laughs> yeah. Until first, he's, yeah. oh, hey, Homer. <laughs> so it was Treehouse of Horror 10, which, yes, I know what you did last summer parody. And then they had Stretch Dude and Clobber Girl. No. It was okay. And then the final one, Y2K, which they did, was heavily influenced by the movie When Worlds Collide. I don't know. Just something about it. The whole thing just didn't strike the right tone it felt off and i felt like that was the beginning of the end for the halloween ones and after there they just there was the occasional good one but well, that's but the thing. none as, of them as, just resonated like the earlier ones as so. it went on sometimes there'd be great stories like uh, we watched tonight with the um uh hugh laurie in it and we're on they're on the boat that was master and cadaver yeah like and that title. was based on the movie dead calm and uh <laughs> um yeah, so I mean, that sort of thing. I, I think what happened sort of later was that instead of like the whole Halloween episode being good, you may have just you know one story mm-hmm. that may have been good. Yeah, just certain segments. Um, so, yeah. Well, that's I what know. I found, I think... and it was up to like before you know before ten, you could like every story, yeah. and all three were going to be great. You knew that, you know, it's like maybe to a different degree, but I wouldn't say that one was like you know, mediocre in any way. It's like, no, they all made me laugh. And mm-hmm. then you started getting to, it's like, ah, maybe, maybe two of them I'll enjoy. Yeah. Now, do you guys watch them every year, the new ones? No. Um, like, are you, are you up to date on Treehouse of Horror? No. So actually I've developed a new tradition where we watch like the first nine. Yeah. <laughs> Treehouse I, have of the, I have the same one. Yeah. I, well, the one we watched tonight, the most recent one, I have to say I was pleasantly surprised. Um, you know, I have said before, I have not kept up with, with current Simpsons. You know, I'm, a, I'm very much of the, the so-called golden era, but golden era. watching some of these newer episodes, they're very hit and miss, I find. You know, every well, once in a while you find a diamond in the rough, but I find in that's general... That's exactly what I say. Is yeah. that, like I always say that for me, after season like 14 or... Um, at that point, for Simpsons, it was a diamond in the rough. Like yeah. you'd have some good, ep- like once in a while, you have a good episode, but the rest were all, and, um, like that's sort of how I felt since season fourteen, yeah. or, uh, or like so. Season fourteen was, I'd say, for me, anyways. I, I know a lot of people would disagree, but I find season fourteen to be the last sort of season where there were a lot of good episodes. Not not the entire season. Mm-hmm. But there were some really good episodes in it. And then after that, it was sort of like a diamond in the rough sort of thing. I think it was at least consistently watchable up until about yeah. then. But well, I, I sort of always think, well, in my opinion, like the last the last season where every episode was good, for me anyways, was season 10. Season 10. Yeah, but, but like yeah that no, season, I, I agree. Like I can that. watch that season in its entirety, or like I could watch and like, like every episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it was where like 11 beyond that it was sort of for me um, what was the year where we found out Seymour Skinner's and Imposters that's, that's season 9 that's 9 and I know a lot of people <laughs> would say 9 I, I guess with me it's never really bothered me when they go off canon because I'm just like well it's 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 a cartoon it's supposed to be comedy so like I never really got upset if they you know change the backstory of a character mm-hmm. um, I know some people do and that's fine but so like I, I don't I guess I was never all that upset about that episode I mean it's not a great episode don't get me wrong but I just 
think though that's um part of what attracted me to the Treehouse of Horror episodes is they weren't canon. Exactly. That's which, the other yeah. yeah. You know, they were fun to watch because the writers, they just had carte blanche. They could do whatever they well, want. Yeah, they yeah. could kill off people. And I think that was some of the allure for them initially. So like they did the first one in nineteen ninety. And the concept for this was very much based on the E C comic Tales from the Crypt. Mm-hmm. Yes. Where they could just be violent. They could be bloody. They could do whatever they want. And it was great. It was just, we knew it was like people were going to die in the episode. It was yeah. not part of canon. It would not, Actually, you know, everything would return to normal in the next episode. The, which, I mean, canon has always been, you know, a little loose here within The yeah. Simpsons, right? Yeah. With mm-hmm. their floating timeline. But yeah. this, I, they just it, went crazy. The, the issue thing, so I think it was one of the, I can't remember which Trios of Horror I saw first, which. I don't know if you guys can, but um, the I first one. I, well, that's the thing. I didn't watch Simpsons right from the very beginning, or like you know. So I never. But I remember. I remember all. I remember watching the first one, where it's like, I was like, they killed him off. Why did they kill this guy off? You know, sort of thing. And then I realized, oh, it's not. Oh, it's meant. No, it's not canon. Okay, <laughs> but I like because I I didn't get the concept when I first saw the first Treehouse of Horror. It's interesting. The first Treehouse of Horror, which takes place in the treehouse and yes. Bart and Lisa telling scary stories while Homer, mm-hmm. you know, eavesdrops. That was the only one set in a treehouse, but yeah. you know, they've continued the tradition, treehouse of horrors every year. And I don't know. It's just yes, the the, the first one, because I mean who was expecting that at the time? Mm-hmm. They're doing a Halloween one. And I guess it worked within that format that okay, they're telling stories so you know none of this is real. Mm. They've adapted case, yeah. the format over the years. And I think what's interesting with the one we just watched is this is the first one where there was no opening narrative. That's true. Yeah. Like they just, they set it up with the book and then here's the three stories and it ends of course with Kang and Kodos because Mm. they have to be in every single episode since their appearance in the first Halloween episode. Yes. But yeah, they've always, they've played around with the format and that. Okay. So the first one, they're telling scary stories in the treehouse. Uh, the second one, because they picked out on uh, Halloween candy after going trick-or-treating and they have bad dreams. And then the rest is just, I don't know, <laughs> they launch into it. Marge had, like, you know, gives gives her little warnings initially mm. for the, the first few ones there. And I don't know, they have just different ways of introducing their narrative. And then it just sort of broke down and it's just like, it's a it's an episode and you have to accept, okay, this is not a part of canon. Yeah, yeah at that point. But, well, I was going to say the first, I think the first one... What, it was it was uh, Trials of Horror Five that was the first one where it wasn't stories anymore. Like it wasn't people telling yeah. stories. Yeah. They didn't it, set it up as as a story. Okay, remind me. Yeah, there me was how, no the... kind of linking story of hey, this is the person you know yeah. telling it or you know like okay that it was just no. Here's an episode. It ended. There was no transition to the second one, which yeah. you know, all of them had a transition because it up was to that point. Well, they're some all, way they're a, all stories, some way a story, a dream. A, you know, some, yeah. there was it always went back to the sort of reality. You know, they didn't yep. go back to any reality. Yeah. So the first one is Bart and Lisa in the treehouse telling scary stories. Homer listening. The second one, they're having nightmares because they ate all that candy. I think the third one is where there's a Halloween party. Yeah, yeah it's that's a Halloween, Halloween party. party. And and they switch to scary stories because Marge had an activity planned. <laughs> yeah. And and you know, involving food that Homer ate it all, so they had to come up with like a backup plan for what to do. Well it wasn't. And evil then I game, think it's the know? fourth it one then that's game. the deviation because that's where they introduced like Bart was doing the night gallery with the paintings. So before it was like yeah. an episode of The Simpsons set on Halloween and then it launches into those. And then they went with a different kind of narration starting in the fourth one. Mm-hmm. And then I'm trying to remember what it was for the fifth one. How did they... That You're saying that's the one that... That's the one where there's no like narrative between the... Yeah. The, yeah. The, yeah. It just starts yeah, out right, with the shinning. The shinning. Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, there was... They still had the warning, like Marge coming in and saying, you know... How scary this, it is. How yeah. scary this episode is going to be and everything. But beyond that, there was there was no connection between each one. Well, they had Marge on the first one because it was such a departure from The Simpsons yeah, there. True. Yeah, yeah, And they wanted to, you know, tell people, you know, hey, this one's a little different. It's going to be scary. It's going to be bloody and violent in that. It's funny to think back that, you know, I'm, I'm not a person that was old enough to watch The Simpsons as it was first airing. But thinking about, you know, Marge giving that warning, which at the time... You know, viewers really didn't know what they were about to see, right? Like, that was a departure. But yeah. now, when you look back on those episodes, yes, it, it feels quite tame. 
Yes. You know, not even just by today's standards, but, you know, even by standards, you know, 20 years ago when I was watching. Um, but it just, it's, it's funny how that reads so differently today than it must have back then when, you know, maybe it really was a real warning. You know, don't let your kids watch this. It might get a little graphic. I well, think it was just... inspired by when they had the original Frankenstein, like part of the original horror movies there. And they did have that at the beginning, like warning people about the story, about the film they're about to watch. Mm -hmm. And so that was sort of the inspiration of having Marge come out there. They did feel like they needed to have something just before launching right into it. But I guess within the first one, like they did The Raven, and Bart was saying, you know, that's not scary. It's like, well, you know, it was written back then. Maybe people were easier to scare back then. <laughs> back then. It's kind of like, you know, what, the original uh, Friday the 13th, you know? Pretty tame by the in 1991. I'm sort of correct you, but was not the, uh, was not the house the first one what do you mean the haunted house the the possessed house yeah but I didn't that say was the that. first story no no but i'm saying at the end of the raven oh of, in of, that of the in first... the treehouse of horrors yes which matt Groening was really worried about doing that one because he thought it was going to be very pretentious to just have the narration of edgar Allan poe's the raven but i think it worked and had it narrated by james earl jones so i mean it just was, was it, it actually paid off but i'm just saying at the end there where he was saying it's like Friday the 13th is pretty tame by today's standards, yeah. but, you know, maybe it was scary back then. And I think it's the same thing with The Simpsons, the Halloween specials. They um, just continued to push the envelope every year up to a certain point where it just became repetitive and boring and that. You look back on the first one, it's like, yeah, there's nothing. I don't know. Does anyone even die in the first one? I don't really Well, I was going to say, you talked about them, how, oh, they just get to kill off the characters. Nobody dies in the first one. Yeah, in the first one, nobody that. dies. Nobody yeah. dies. Nope. So, the second one, I guess. There are people who die in the second one. I don't. Well, well, Mr. Burns. It appears he dies, but then he's sewed on to the shoulder oh, right, yes. of of, uh, of Homer. Homer. So I I don't know if that counts as a death. I guess he technically lives yeah, as I guess a so, technically as a second head um, on Homer's ample frame. So I I have a question for all of you because we're talking about how how maybe they've gotten a little more gruesome over the or whatever it is. What would you say is would would you found the most gruesome or grossest of the Halloween stories, if you can think off the top of your head. Oh, I've I've definitely got one. I think uh, where Homer decided to eat himself, uh, literally. That's, that's the one I chose, or choose, like, is, yeah, the, the one where Homer eats himself. I did find they sort of, like, as you said, like, it, you know, talking about the stretch dude and Clover Girl, like, is that based on anything? Like, you know, it's like, is this, like, a, is this really Halloween story? I mean, I guess they had, like, they went trick-or-treating. That was the only connection. It didn't feel, he had stories that didn't feel Halloween. And, uh, I think they kind of did like, you know, I remember they did one on the Hunger Games, you know, and it's like, well, what does that have to do with Halloween? It's just more like, hey, this is just our chance to do a parody. You know, it's like, hey, whatever yeah. the latest movie, whatever pop culture, we're just going to throw that in. And they felt like they wanted to get back to the kind of scary roots because they were, even though they weren't like, oh, my God, this is like a horror movie. It was, it did have a Halloween feel. It is based on a scary movie. It did have very dark tones to it. I think they lost it. Like, we want to have that where it's like, no, it really does feel like, you know, it's just something scary. And yep. I think they did get to it where it's like, no, this is a disturbing story. <laughs> My answer would be Treehouse of Horror 12, the segment House of Whack, where they have like the computerized home voice oh, by Pierce oh, Brosnan. With his... <laughs> so if you recall where they have the, the kitchen table that has like the trash compactor right in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Homer home ends up getting, into... you know, put in that by the... You know, murderous computer yeah. um, and then he emerges later but he's missing the back of his head and he's got the pulsing brain there yeah that one <laughs> so. i like the brief moment that the house is voiced by matthew perry could I, I be any more of a house <laughs> yeah. um i have to go with um trio of horror five when um the school is is oh cooking all the kids and feeding them to to everyone else uh, the sloppy jimbos and the <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah. I just, the, I don't know. I mean, children. it's, it's, it's a great episode, but it, the, the cannibalism aspect does gross me out. Yeah, I think especially, uh, especially think, when I, they become aware of, when Mrs. Krabappel says, you know, are you telling me that you cooked Jimbo and fed him for lunch? And then she just goes, ha. So that was nightmare cannibalism. It seems cannibalism. I was just gonna say, I, there's a theme growing. Yeah, here. I is, think cannibalism is, is what it is. Does yeah. sort of strike a nerve uh, yeah. with the audience, I would say. That's why I thought, well, those two, because um, of those two episodes. Also, we were watching the episode today, and we did have a discussion, you know, because Jimbo was put in the pot alive, and alive. it was 
Does that mean she cooked him alive? Yeah. I think it does. Rather, yeah. You know, they didn't so say it, but it does that, imply. That's rather gruesome. <laughs> he said it's hard to clean the pot when she keeps covering him with meat tenderizer. Yeah. That's, that's dark. The episode you're talking about, Nightmare Cafeteria, that one was written by uh, David X. Cohen, and it was based on um, some anthology series, Lights Out, an episode called The Dark, and he had seen that when he was a kid and it just terrified him so that <laughs> episode was a bit terrifying for him to write but like you know he just went with something that he had that childhood it's uh, experience. it's so. it's therapy for him you know <laughs> you get I, it out and, <laughs> and I, I liked with all different foods that they had there was one that they cut out they were going to have with harry and sherry that there was going to be a, uh, a teriyaki steak with sherry oh. sauce. Oh my god! <laughs> but it got. <laughs> I wish they kept that in. That yeah, would have been, been good. That's, that's dark. I love it. I yeah. think I like that. That's what uh, was was great about the original like Simpsons Halloween is that I guess you know even though it's like maybe our generation, but they took movies. It's like hey, when I watched this when I was a kid or something, when I watched this, this was terrifying to me. Like, this was scary. You know, like that. And it's like, okay, well, let's incorporate that into the show. And even though they didn't do it in a scary way, it's like, oh, it's a cartoon. Yeah. They weren't graphic. This wasn't a, you know, I'm afraid to watch this at night. But it was based on something that was scary, and you could always you could always tell that. And it's like it kind of gave it that tone where it's like, hey, even though we're, we're going to add a lot of jokes, it's going to be lighthearted, you yeah. could tell this is based on a movie that it's like this scared people at one time. And I think that's when they, sort of, when they stopped well, doing that, when it's like, oh, we're just – any kind of pop well, culture thing that's fun, we'll throw it. That's we'll the thing. That. If they're doing modern uh, movies or modern horror movies or whatever, um, you must admit that those those writers won't have the same chance to be scared as a child based on those movies because they're just you know watch them today and then they write the episode. So there is sort of that aspect that, as you're saying, well, they when did we were do well, uh, Poltergeist a few years ago, and uh, so that um, oh no, The Exorcist something they did do an exorcism oh, uh, several years ago, and it's like hey okay, well for a lot of people, we're adults now. Yeah, uh, you that was, you watched that was that when you were a kid in the seventies, sure. I think. I think we were talking about this when we did the X-Files episode. I just, throughout The Simpsons, the non-Halloween episodes, I liked always when they parodied something. Uh, it was just always funny to see, you know, what kind of pop culture reference they fit in. So mm -hmm. where they did something that I recognized, like uh, Nightmare on Evergreen Terrace or The Shinning, then the shinning. Yeah, that, that, that was uh, something better. Because sometimes... I didn't always know what was the influence. Uh, a lot of them were based on Twilight Zone episodes. Yes. Apparently the writers have said they just used up all the good Twilight Zone episodes. So that might be <laughs> an excuse for, their, for the downhill slot. They're a finite resource after all. That, Hungry Are true, the Damned true. was based on a Twilight Zone one to serve man where there are aliens that visit Earth and they have a book and it's they translate it as to serve man and then the twist at the end is wait it's a cookbook and mm. of course we get how to cook for 40 humans <laughs> <laughs> wait there's more space dust on here <laughs> although i already went uh, i think one disturbing scene where they they shrunk down to go into mr burns to rescue maggie at the end, when Homer didn't get out in time and he regrew to normal size while still in Mr. Burns, they did have that. They, is um, uh, some interesting and imagery. They, they sing, I've got you under my skin. I also hate when Mr. Burns' head is sewn onto Homer's neck in, uh, I think it's Trace of Horror 2. Like, that's, I don't know, I don't know why. That just bugs me. <laughs> I did like the line. Well, I don't know if I like the line. It didn't make you cringe when uh, Homer tries to eat and he's in Mr. Burns. And because uh, his skin's the way he can, he says, really like, I need a mouth hole and, and a couple other holes. <laughs> a couple other oh, holes. I, I feel honorable mention for the end of Treehouse of Horror 5 where there's that mysterious oh. fog that turns everyone inside. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that is. Pretty... Although it quickly breaks into song and dance. So. Can we <laughs> talk still about... got blood everywhere. Can we talk about why Marge seems to have arteries and veins yeah, in her hair? in her hair. So her, her hair's got like, well, I guess skin up there and with veins. And... Maybe See, that's upsetting to me too. <laughs> well, maybe the skin when turned, because we really don't understand the mechanism of turning oh, do you mean human it wrapped around out. The... I think her skin wrapped around her head, uh, well, around around be, her hair. Be. It didn't just go around her head and flatten it. it. I guess her hair, well, as we've, another episode, she uses Johnson oh, yeah, Seal she, to she does have... clunk, clunk to give it yeah, that. Yeah, I was going to uh, say, she has so much. Fair. <laughs> so much. Like, yeah, so it's it's um, quite solid. So therefore, when her, it couldn't flatten her hair, it just stretched over her hair. 
if we need that's an explanation. Science, people. That's That's a good theory. I like that. <laughs> yeah, you could say it's just a cartoon, but no, I'm bringing science to the table. Yeah, exactly. So I think we should talk a bit about the one we just watched there. Yes. We mentioned there was no intro to it, yes. no intro story. They just dive right in. We had three parts, of course. The Puka Duke, which was a parody of the Babadook, which is an Australian movie. And I think we've all heard the legend of the Babadook. Death Tome, which was based on the anime uh, Death Note. And then the final one, Simpsons World, which was based on Westworld. And, and that, I enjoyed all three of them. Yeah, yeah but the, the last one was my favorite, though. Like that, out of so the, the last one was wonderful that they just had 30 years of Simpsons references crammed into that episode. It starts off with, well, we're in Simpsons World, which is an amusement theme park like in Westworld, where it's populated by robots. And it starts off with the monorail. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> For a bit there, we thought we were watching the wrong episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's something wrong with the TV. Yeah. You know, we've seen this episode before. and so they, you know, did, it, they did a good job of sort of, yeah, uh, mimicking the original. I, I don't know if you've seen the HBO show Westworld based on I, I um, not. the uh, Westworld movie that was done by Michael Crichton in the oh, 70s. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's a Wild West theme park populated by robots and you can go there and you can do whatever you want and it's just let your inhibitions loose and I think they captured that really well. It's like, okay, this is somehow Springfield is an amusement theme park and mm-hmm. they populated with all the people from Springfield and their robots. But then you see when the malfunctioning Homer gets sent down and there's all these different versions of Homer and, and Lisa and, you know, from various episodes there's in the d- past. There was definitely some like, um, uh, sort of like that time you or to go back and freeze frame or, you know, or to pause it uh, as you're going along just to see what uh, hidden gems might be in there. But yeah, there was definitely a lot of references. I mean, I think my favorite one was when they tried to escape in the Canyon Arrow. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Canyon and they Arrow. even had the Canyon Arrow song. <laughs> and it was, yeah. I don't even know. Like, it was just too much to process, yeah. right? Because you just, you looked at the screen and you had all these references just crammed into one frame. And mm-hmm. you're trying to, you know, pick them all out. So, I mean, it, I have to go back and rewatch that mm-hmm. one, I yeah. think, a few times. That's and yes, thing, like, yeah. you know, pause and just, What's you know, oh, you know, okay, so it starts out with the monorail. I'm trying to remember what was all there. I do remember seeing Homer in his devil costume. I am evil Homer. And- <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, they also had, like, at one point, he was going, I am so smart. I am so smart. Like, when he's yeah. still in the monorail. We had all um, the Ralph Wiggums, you know, starts off. Oh, with, yeah. You know, my cat's breath smells like cat food. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I my favorite choose. of all the references is where they crushed uh, the army of uh, Ralphs using Homer uh, dragging a boulder from the stonecutters. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. Because yeah, 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 he yeah. pushed the boulder with the naked Homer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> And all the different, you know, Lisas in the cage. All the different grandpas. I think, I think they had the, we, the goth Lisa. Yeah, they had Lisa the with the, Lisa. the uh, gum in her hair. Could, could they actually make this theme park? It'd be great. <laughs> okay. Um, you should watch the show Westworld because it does not go well. <laughs> Fair enough. You know, didn't spoiler. It get, spoiler. It, a lot of people die. Didn't to it just be, get canceled too? Unfortunately, it did. Uh, it's had four seasons. It's really a good show (laughs) and uh the production value of it was really high though so i think the audience um was continuing to shrink and Mm. the economics of it just didn't make sense to continue but uh, it's unfortunate they had a six-year plan apparently so i I would have liked to have seen especially the way the last movie (laughs) especially the way the last season ended it was just but four seasons in a movie Uh, four seasons in a movie yeah anyway i i would just recommend going give it a try there but um that was not the allure of the episode the parody of westworld it was just you know let's cram as many simpsons references into a simpsons episode i don't know they don't always get very self-referential like like they're a little hesitant sometimes to acknowledge their past, given that, you know, a show that's been on for 34 years, but it's, you know, stuck in whatever time period it happens to be. Which, which, I, which takes us back to the canon issue. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't remember what episode it was, but he's like, uh, Homer's like, do I get help from my, my never seen uh, half-brother, Herb? Well, it's, it's not Halloween related, but they have pointed out because they did an episode uh, of like Homer's childhood, or like when he was a teenager not long ago, and you think originally... 
they would do they would show like flashbacks like Homer when the moon landing happened. Yeah. And 60s. now they did one. It's like it was Homer in the nineties as a teenager. And you yeah. know, you think, wait a minute, like because originally yeah, it's like it was the nineties and they're yeah. thinking, Okay, he's you know, getting close to forty and it's like, Okay, well he can't be he can't have grown up like during well, the summer of love and gone to Woodstock. Who's, someone who's forty um was a teenager in the 90s yeah and that home yeah and that's it's weird it's kind of disheartening to realize you're rough you know you're like past homer's age as here we are i know yeah and that's it they just like well how could if homer was at woodstock okay he'd uh, be a lot older than 40 yeah and it's hard to 99 it's impossible to keep that continuity if you want to do them in the present time so it's good that the, this Halloween episode ended with that segment because that means it ended on a really high note there. Mm-hmm. I really did like the second one. I'm not familiar with the source material, uh, yeah. Death Note, but it was interesting to see the different animation style. Yeah, yes. it was, I it did was, find that like like Homer, Mr. Burns, you know, sort of. It was it was fun to see them, in, you know, in anime form. Yeah. Especially Lisa. She, she looked cool. Yeah, yeah, she did actually, yeah. <laughs> so it was DR Movie, which is a South Korean studio that animated that, and they were involved in the animation for the Death Note, the, the um, anime that it's based on. Yeah. So, yeah, to have that style there, it was nice. Yeah. How, how do you take Lisa and Bart's hair and Homer's hair and Marge's hair and, like, you know, make it real world there? Make it actually, yes. yeah. yeah. Well, not real world because it's still anime. No, but, no, like, but they, they still, still like you know Bart still had the spikes. There, yeah, they were but, still you know. pr- they their hair lo- even though it was anime it looked closer to what it would be in reality as opposed to what it looks like. In- Something yeah. that doesn't defy the laws of physics. Yeah. I'd say closer so, there. I think, but you know, not, where, Mar- like, I think, I think where does Mar- their hair start and their skin end? Like yeah, you know? Marge had uh, short hair. I don't know. I can't say I the thought, style, I but her hair short. was in a bun. Yeah, it was in a bun or whatever. That one was different, and they need different at this point, right? They need to try something just to keep it fresh. Mm-hmm. They accomplished that. I don't think I have much to say about the first one. I mean, I have no problems with it. It was good. I appreciate any story arc around Maggie. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's the most forgotten Simpson, right? Homer even called her the forgotten Simpson. I was thinking, sir, she's the most badass Simpson. Uh, well, hundred like, percent. In that one, she was like, <laughs> she used her jolly or not jolly jumper, but she used her swing jig to get up to the. That stage. is an incredibly resourceful infant. <laughs> I think that and, she set up traps, you know, yeah, like yeah. that, you know, to, to stop the monster, to, like, well, to kill she, the monster. She's the one that saved. Her. I mean, this is not in the Halloween episode. This is like when Homer was a um, the police chief, but she saved him. Like, <laughs> it's it, it's all it's a little reminiscent of when she escaped from the daycare. You know, the yeah, yeah, yeah. School yeah. For that, that was sort and of the start. I think of it. I just I I love those moments, and you know, I I, I get it. No one wants to watch a whole episode centered around. Maggie, who's not going to talk, <laughs> but mm. I did enjoy this little slice of uh, you know where she got to have her moment as a as as the total badass that she is. Mm-hmm. Well, you might appreciate that on Disney Plus they do have some of the Simpsons shorts, and you yeah. know, there are the ones that are Maggie focused, and that works. I you know, so. having it just you know confined uh, to a few minutes there. Yeah. Um, in terms of Halloween episodes, though, I can't recall another Maggie centric Halloween segment since um, Starship Poopers and Treehouse of Horror 9 where mm-hmm. it turns out she's an alien. Oh yes. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Daughter of Kang. Well when they did the exorcism one Oh, that's true. The that, exorcism one, yes. And was, I, I, I think uh, a, to a little lesser extent but she was I felt she felt like she was the main character. But still, it was by Simpson standards. It was a scary episode, and it was a good way to get started. And then we got the anime-style one, and then we ended up with Simpsons World, which I wasn't expecting to be my favorite segment mm-hmm. of it, but mm-hmm. it was. So but it was an awesome finale. So it was certainly tight. I guess maybe not having that intro there allowed them to maybe throw in a few more bits in the, the final episode, probably. Yeah. Well, I'm assuming why that's why they ri- eliminated story that links them all together because it mm-hmm. does take time. And and sometimes they do have fun. They'll do a longer intro, but they do have less time for an episode, you know, than they do. I mean, they shaved off, I think, like uh, over a minute, if you mm-hmm. know, to when they, you know, 30 years ago. Yeah, I'd... I'd- time has crept up over yeah the last time has crept up and that takes yeah. away from the episode and they're like hey we're um and it may seem you know if we're like i would lose uh, 90 seconds but you know you go from a 22 minute episode to 20 and a half i mean that's it's gotta that, it, yeah, that's quite tight. Yeah, you have to cut somewhere. It make it does make it quite tight. I'm sure it's a challenge. But at some point the intros stopped linking the episodes and they were like their own 
separate segment, um, just a shorter one. But like I, there I, was the one I, I can't even remember which Treehouse of Horror it was, where you had all the classic movie monsters: Dracula, Wolfman, Mummy, and Frankenstein. And they get costumes and they go to the party. And then Homer dies. Oh, I remember it was um, Treehouse of Horror twenty because. Homer's head gets severed, ends up in the punch bowl, and then his eyes turn to X's, and it's Treehouse of Horror 20 there. So that had nothing to do with it. It didn't link to anything. It was just like, it was a small, self-contained story, and then they launch into the three that they have. Well, as I said, sometimes they want to do a, a longer intro, just because they have, I guess they have some joke ideas, they want to mix it up, and uh, I did laugh quite hard uh, in that one when Homer said the line, come on, ladies, it's not cheating when you're wearing a costume. <laughs> It's an interesting logic Homer has. (laughs) All right, so how about we get into some Halloween-themed trivia? Sounds good to me. Bring it on. Bring it on. It's been so long since we've done trivia. I don't know. Are you ready for this one? Uh, Yeah, you're a little rusty out of practice. I'm I'm assuming all the answers are somewhere in my brain. They're somewhere there, yeah. I'm going to say that I am rusty and out of practice, so that if I do well, it'll Uh, seem even more impressive. That's true. Okay. Yeah, no, okay, I'm rusty too, yeah. <laughs> You'll have to forgive me, I threw these together kind of quickly and my notes are a little rough, but... Okay. Okay, we're going to start off with the very first Treehouse of Horrors. So, in the segment, Hungry Are the Damned, this is where we're introduced to Kang and Kodos, and their names both come from the original Star Trek, by the way. I know you're not a Trekkie. Who is the third alien that we're introduced to in this segment? Adam... Uh, Serok the Preparer? Oh, yes. yes, and who voiced Serok the Preparer? Oh. I believe that was James Earl Jones. You are correct <laughs> on that one, yes. So the names are from Star Trek, though? I well, have to... Kang, Kang came is... from uh, General but... Kang. He was a Klingon. I believe it was Day of the Dove. Okay, but Kodos. And Kodos was Kodos the Executioner, which was in the episode The Conscience of the King. Oh, I, I didn't remember that. Yeah, and Sarek. so that's where... I... Hmm? Serok. Yes. Yeah. yeah. From... Treehouse of Horrors 3. Dial Z for zombies. Who are the three zombies that Homer shoots at the school? Kevin. So, um, three? Yeah, we're three. George Washington. Correct. Albert Einstein. Yes. William Shakespeare. Is this the end of zombie Shakespeare? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, zombie Shakespeare, not William Shakespeare. Well, no. no, Shakespeare. (laughs) Yeah, I know, I know. In Treehouse of Horrors 2, If I Only Had a Brain, When the Giant Robot falls on mr burns and he realizes he's dying what were the symptoms he listed adam if i remember uh organs uh leaking vital fluids yes uh he did have loss of appetite Mm -hmm. slight headache yes there's one more and i was saying there's four i was i i was thinking i remember it uh so the first one he says is every bone shattered Oh. oh, okay. Every bone okay. shattered, organs leaking, vital fluids, slight headache, loss of appetite. Smithers, <laughs> I'm going to die. <laughs> I think it was the loss of appetite that just tipped it over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Giant robot falls on you. Are you hungry? I don't know. I could go for a donut. You know. I thought they had pizza. Donut? Before. What's a donut? <laughs> I thought they had pizza before. <laughs> In Treehouse of Horrors 5, The Shinning. When Homer and his family are in the snow watching the TV and they're frozen solid, what comes on the TV? Adam. The Tony Awards. Who are the hosts? <laughs> oh, follow-up question. We just watched this episode. <laughs> yes. Come on, Taylor. You watched it I with know. us. I know. I told was you, it, Rusty. Was there John Daly? Tyne um, Daly. I was close. Yeah. Partial and Hal credit. Linden. And you gave me a hard time for my trivia question from Trios Horrors of Five. Oh, no, it was too difficult. Well, you know what? I'm going to throw that one back at you then. So when uh, <laughs> Mo goes into the cooler and pulls out Homer, who are all the ghouls there? Now you have to get every single one. <laughs> okay, well, we have Mo as a ghost. Yes. We do have Dracula. Mm-hmm. We do have a mummy, or the mummy, I guess would be. Yeah. We do have Pinhead from uh from Hellraiser. We do uh Freddy Krueger. Yeah. And Jason? Yeah. You're missing one. Wow. How many oh, people? Really? Oh, I thought that how was How many pulled him out? <laughs> you forgot the Wolfman. Oh, the oh, Wolfman. The wolf man. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That was Jeez. good. That was good. Oh, Homer's okay. heavy. Although Marge was able to carry him Okay. Uh, fireman style. Well, I think that he needed all the monsters to break down the metal door because it was oh, locked. Okay. 
Okay. Although, wouldn't it be locked from the outside? I don't know. Maybe not. I guess they could have just opened it. It was Homer because Homer was locked on the inside. We can't apply science to this one. I guess they just, the ghouls were just having a meeting, so they thought we'll team up. Okay. Um, Same episode because the shinning is probably my favorite. (laughs) And actually, I was reading recently a a list of the best Simpsons Halloween segments, and and that was number one. I still, that's my favorite. uh, Number five is my favorite episode, but I think Time and Punishment. Where he builds, he accidentally builds a time machine. Well, that, <laughs> is my favorite of the three. I do love the shin, the shinning, but I think time and punishment. I love it for me. Treehouse of Horrors five because I love the three segments that mm-hmm. they had. Yeah, so I mean that was the pinnacle of Simpsons Halloween. Mm. Anyway, the question from that is: as Mr. Burns is giving them a tour of the resort, what does he say about the history of the resort? Oh, Taylor. Is it? I'm not going to be too stringent on like, you know, getting them all. I wanted to just see how many you have. Okay. Here. The last one is three John Denver Christmas specials. I'm afraid it was uh, five. Yeah, I was like five. Five Don, John Denver Christmas specials. And then it was. Um, I begged you to let me go first. Like, I begged you. Something like <laughs> witch burnings and ritual sacrifice. Uh, satanic, satanic rituals satanic, and satanic witch rituals. burnings. Yes. And, and, and it was built on an Indian burial. Oh, right. yes. Much like. The house they bought the house. in, yeah. you know, Bad Dream. Yeah. Did you see some of the names on the tombstones from the Indian burial when, like, they go in the basement? No. So there's one that says Crazy Horse. There's one that says Not So Crazy Horse. <laughs> there's one that says Mahatma Gandhi. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Indian, yes. Okay, so no more questions from the shinning. But Treehouse of Horror 5, Time and Punishment. What things... Does Marge tell Homer in order to reassure him that he is in the correct universe? Kevin, I did see your... I, I want to give Taylor a chance here. because yeah. okay. The sky is blue. Yes. Donuts are plentiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, TGI Fridays... Some t- t- uh, okay, so... <laughs> take, <laughs> say, pick me up, Kevin. <laughs> Team effort here, so, come on. Okay, so... Um, uh, Friday nights are TGIF on ABC. What's gotten into you? Yeah. There you go. Teamwork is dream work. <laughs> here, here. Okay. Treehouse of Horror Fives, because it's the best one. <laughs> Nightmare Cafeteria. What are the foods that they serve based on the kids? Adam, you had your hand up first. They had, uh, to begin with, they had Sloppy Jimbo's. Yes. And then they had, uh, for, um, for Otto, they had Uderbraten. Yes. Uderbraten. Actually, Uder is... To date, the only character that they've introduced mm. in the Halloween episodes. So, you know, he was in oh, Terror was at first... Five and oh, a Half okay. Feet, yeah, yeah. who then made it into the regular Springfield population. Wasn't he also the only one that was actually... No, not the only one. I was going to say, he was killed off in a, a field trip. I mean... <laughs> he went missing. Oh, he went we missing. don't know. Sorry, that's right. He went missing. They just, they want closure, but they didn't get it. So <laughs> I assume that they eventually found him. Okay, so another really good one is Nightmare on Evergreen Terrace. So Marge and Homer go to the school for a PTA meeting. So first of all, this is a multi-part question. What was the meeting about? Why were they going to the school? Okay, Taylor? Was this the one with the um, the misprinted calendars? Correct. So when was the meeting held? Smarch. Lousy smart weather. Well, the yeah, Kevin, Kevin, you <laughs> the thirteenth hour of the thirteenth day of the thirteenth month. The rest of the question is: What were the items of discussion during the meeting, Adam? Uh, they were discussing doorknob repair. Mm-hmm. They voted nay, and then there was uh, refilling the fire extinguishers. This was a free service of the fire department. They still voted nay. nay. And then um, I remember um, Millhouse's dad, Kirk Van Houten, uh, discussed wanting to ha- get see the lunch menu in advance because he didn't like the idea of Millhouse having two spaghetti dinners in one day. Who would? Who yeah. would? <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> Let me just double check. Okay, that is all my questions except for the last one, which is going to be a lightning round or I prefer to call it an ionic disturbance round (laughs) because this comes from Attack of the 50-Foot Eyesores. Okay. I would like you to list... We raise our hand. I would like you to list all the mascots that are in that episode. Who is up for the challenge? How many are there? 
There are, let me check my list again. There are 12. Ooh, oh, yeah, I'm not wow. going to get this. No. Well, you know what? We don't have to. So it, it is a, a lightning thing. round or it's an ionic disturbance round. So I can start with Adam and go to Taylor and go to Kevin, and you can each try and name one. So Adam, go ahead first. All right, well, let's see how far I get. So it starts with the Lard Lad from Lard yes. Lad Donuts. Yes. And then I uh, had um, with Giant Heads, the Zip Boys. Do you remember all their names? They, they had, had individual names? They did have. Well, there were three of them, yes, and they Larry had Larry Moe Curly? I don't know. I, that I'm going to. I'll. <laughs> I'll just. Maury, Mel, and Mac. <laughs> that one I'm gonna have, I would have to plead ignorance on. Okay. Uh, there was Kent Brockman. Yes. Oh, that's right. Uh, okay. Oh, wait, wait. Oh. I was saying there was also. Well, was the Mar. Well, I said it was supposed to be like the Marlboro Man, but I guess it wasn't. So, oh, I. Well, I'm gonna he, move on to Taylor here. Menthol moose? No, it was a it was a man no, though. It, he it crushed them with a bo- with a giant beer bottle. It was the Duff Cowboy. The Duff oh, Cowboy. Duff Cowboy. The only two that I had in my head were the Lard Lad Boy and Kent Brockman, and Adam named both of them. Okay, how about you? Got any, Kevin? <laughs> I was gonna say I think they got to name the ones I know. Um, Can you blame me for starting with the easy ones? Yeah. Um, trying to think of oh. Uh, just trying to think of who. Oh, can't remember who he was, but all I know is he he fell onto the birthplace of. No, 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 that wasn't that was another episode. He no. fell onto some historic thing. Yeah, well, what, he fell in a hospital. Oh, is it a hospital? Okay, yeah. I can't I remember. Believe who. It was a children's hospital. Yeah, <laughs> I think okay. you're. I believe you're thinking of the monorail episode when a tree crushed the birthplace. Yes, of Jebediah that's what I was thinking of. The Jebediah Springfield. Well, no, there, no, was there was something else because there was uh, two of the mascots the fell on it. Two of the mascots were Paul Bunyan and Babe the Blue Ox. Paul fell on the hospital i don't remember okay, what, that's maybe yeah. what okay yeah maybe that's why i thought a log house because he's got an axe did nobody there. remember the giant devil from red devil Realty? oh yeah that's right yes okay or the mr peanut parody professor peanut oh, oh yeah wow. where he picked up the car <laughs> and tore the top off and you know yeah popped them like you know like peanuts there was a giant exterminator there was an that. atomic octopus what? Yeah. Yeah, I have no memory of that. I, one. I, I don't remember that one. <laughs> there was Aladdin. To the archives. Or to the, was that? There was Aladdin. Oh, Aladdin, yeah. Like on the flying the, carpet the there. Flying carpet, yeah. And then uh, Tam O'Shanter. You know, the Scottish hat with like a you know, oh. little um, puff thing on the top there. So. Oh. Yep. When I, uh, sorry. What, it was just what a did, floating hat. It was floating Scottish what did, hat. What did Aladdin crash into? Yeah, I, was gonna, I, I don't that. remember. Okay. I don't remember they all crashed into. I wasn't sure like. No, I, I just it was something the where like they the were actual... special buildings in there, <laughs> yeah. like the children's hospital. Well, that's it for our very spooky edition of Simpsons trivia and our very special Halloween themed episode of Bose Podcast coming to you, of course, in November, well past Halloween. Yeah, well, I think they uh, it's November sixth today, and I think there was an actual episode that aired like on the sixth or whatever. So it's tradition. I yeah. feel like that was something that happened with um, you know me no longer enjoying the Simpsons At Halloween point, episodes yeah. is when they shifted from being in October yeah. to November. You know. I don't know, it just felt different watching them, yeah. right? So. I don't know. Hopefully that's not the same for you listeners as you listen to this episode. But Thanks, of course, to our producer, Kevin, to co-host Taylor, to our mixologist, Adam. It's good to be back. Hopefully we're coming to you with another episode shortly. You know, please drop us a line on Facebook, Twitter, while it still exists, um, Instagram, YouTube, wherever. We have an email address up there, too, on our website. I'm Matt LaFrance. Thanks for listening. Take care. Bye now.